Hey, it's Mace. You know, there is no better way to start your Saturday than with Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings. And don't miss Mason in Ireland back Monday at 1 on 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. You know Conductor Hennessy, don't you? Inspector. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Inspector. Inspector yourself. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors, or I should say aloha. I'm so excited to talk to my next guest, Jack Gillen. Jack, thanks so much for really getting up early, calling in from Hawaii. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. We have to thank, thank you for having me. My pleasure. We have to thank Mark Stewart, who introduced me to this whole concept. And uh, it's a beautiful thing to change the world, and you're you're doing it. You didn't invent it. You discovered it, and I think it's fantastic. As an orthopedic surgeon who sees 100 patients a week, and I do my best to keep people out of the operating room, but I'd be lying if I didn't tell you how much I love being a surgeon. What a great way to rehabilitate even after surgery. So tell us about your journey. First of all, who are you, Jack? Where'd you grow up? What'd your father do for a living? And how the hell did this happen to you that you discovered Indian swinging clubs? Okay, that's a lot, a lot there uh, to answer right away. But, uh, hey, I grew up in Ohio, uh, was on the swim team, mm-hmm. uh, didn't do great with uh, grade point average, mm-hmm. and ended up in Hawaii at 18 years old in Honolulu mm-hmm. and started uh, body surfing. Mm-hmm. And that led to, uh, you know, stand-up paddling and, and just it went from there. What part of Ohio? Uh, now I found uh, Cincinnati. All right, so you know the secret yep. ingredients for that chi- for that chili, and you know what? Right, the Greater, chili. Grater's ice cream. You also had that, right, when you were growing up. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing like a malasada from Leonard's Bakery in Honolulu, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. So. That's for sure. So you, what kind yeah. of work did you do in Honolulu while you were body surfing? I was actually teaching scuba diving. Oh wow. Did you have so any injuries old, yourself? Scuba diving. Yeah, and living the dream. Did you have any injuries yourself? Uh, yeah, so I had a sore shoulder from playing water polo in high school. Mm-hmm. My favorite shot was the skip shot off the water, but mm-hmm. you have to generate so much torque that it kind of stretched my shoulder and had possibly some tears. But anyway, it was I was still able to swim and paddle mm-hmm. uh, like six-man canoe and one-man canoe mm-hmm. and win swim races and things like that. But it was always sore and tender and always uh, kind of bugging me. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but my story, real quick, too, about the uh, Indian clubs, I first learned about it when I had gotten back from uh, uh, the Bahamas, where I got certified as a yoga instructor mm. in 1984. Wow. I got back to the Big Island, and a friend of mine had started a bottled water company and needed some help. So I got really interested in bottled water. So I was reading a book called Bottled Waters of the World, mm. and it said the reason the Perrier bottle is shaped like it is, is the owner of the Perrier company was in an automobile accident and rehabilitated his body by using Indian clubs. Ah. So I was like 24, 25 at the time and got excited. And I said, hey, that sounds cool. I want a pair of those. But it's hard to imagine now. That was before the Internet. So I couldn't just go online and order a pair. 
Hmm. So 23 years went by. It was 2008. And I did see a pair online. And I said, oh, there's those things. And originally, I thought it was American Indian, but found out it was Eastern Indian. So I ordered a pair. Uh, it was, um, uh, and it came with a DVD from an American doctor, Ed Thomas. So I taught myself from his DVD and healed my shoulder in a week. Wow. I was like, first of all, how's that even possible to be sore for 30 years and then be better in a week? <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't believe it. So, wow. I, of course, I started talking to my friends about it who are all paddlers and surfers. And they're like, hey, yeah, my shoulder's better, too. And then I started hearing feedback like, hey, my golf swing is better. In fact, I hit the golf ball 25 yards further. <laughs> or a friend of mine who plays a lot of tennis introduced his golf partner, which is who was a teaching pro out here at Hualai Resort in Kona. And he said it improved his game overall 20%. Hmm. So that's the kind of feedback I started getting after uh, first introducing the, the Indian clubs so, to friends. So now that you've been using it, do you actually feel like Pete Maravich with a basketball that it becomes an extension of your hand? Or my I Ella really Fitzgerald do. where she becomes... Yep. another instrument in the band do you, after all these years of you doing it do you actually start to feel that way i really do i really do and, and not just the hand-eye coordination but the brain part too because it is indeed a brain exercise mm. because of the crossing patterns mm. and the figure eights it actually makes neural connections between the two hemispheres of the brain mm. so it can increase focus concentration i i think even possibly uh, creativity and imagination things like that mm. Amazing. By stimulating the neural connections. So have you, being a teacher, do you have a student that you watched the student use them and they did something where you corrected them and then all of a sudden you realize, you know what, maybe they're on to something? How much learning have you gotten from being a teacher? Oh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting question because I, I do get feedback. For example, um, you know, I'm focused mainly on shoulder rehabilitation with the clubs, uh, frozen shoulder, limited range of motion, things like that. But also sports performance, um, hitting the golf ball further, uh, swimming, paddling, things like that. But also um, a friend of mine who has a stressful job uses it for anxiety. Mm. If he starts getting caught up and getting too busy and overwhelmed, he'll use them because it's very relaxing mm. and very fun and goes great to music. So it's, it's kind of benefits like that that continue to grow. I want you to listen to a soundbite, and it almost sounds musical because of the rhythm. And then I want you mm. to tell me if this is something applicable to using the swinging clubs properly as a rhythm. So listen to Pete Maravich bouncing a basketball. Okay. You're looking at Pistol Pete Maravich, in my opinion, the greatest playmaker playing today. A great passer, great shooter, but a lot of people don't know this. He is wonderful in all these dexterity drills. Do you find that you eventually get a rhythm when you do it right? Is that what you aspire to when you have eat one in your right hand, one in your left hand, even though there's a dominance to the upper extremity, is it difficult to make it rhythmic like you hear Pete Maravich bouncing a ball? 
Great question. Actually, uh, you, you mentioned a couple things, rhythm and dexterity. Mm-hmm. Uh, rhythm is really important. That's why it's so good for the golf swing, mm-hmm. because 